there is no duality in non-duality. Welcome to the Urban Guru Cafe. Is your advisor teacher claiming to be enlightened and telling you that it is just a matter of time before you too will be enlightened? Are you being taught that you need to behave a particular way in order to become realised? According to some participants and teachers of Advaita, that is not what Advaita is really about. There's sort of a, a sense in spirituality, you know, which I took on, that even just unknowingly, that uh, everything's kind of all floaty and nice, you know, that there's not the contrast of, of <coughs> say, things that are... Mm. Like there's the rainbow and there's the volcano and the earthquake and the tsunami and all the rest of it and you know it's the polarities and um, I just sense within myself if I'm upholding a sense of having to be uh, sort of uh, nice all the time, for example, you know, it creates conflict. It's such a precious gift that you offer in that book because. The guru game, you know, with the subtle, and there's always so many subtle layers of it, you know, the, the one who knows and those who don't and all that, and the, the guru needs the disciples as much as the disciples need the guru, and that whole, feed, that loop that feeds on each other, which you see in so many different places, and I find that the invitation you keep offering uh, helps undermine that, and just keeps cutting it, because there's a sort of a, a desire to recreate the game. You don't see yourself as a guru, why? Because something was pointed out to me, something was suggested to me to investigate what I am, and I had a good look. What I discovered is indescribable. And so how does that then make you not a guru? Because a guru is only an appearance. And so can you say also that I am not Gilbert? Yeah. I mean, would that be as accurate as I am not a guru? Yeah, what I am is indescribable. Okay, but going back onto that point of the guru idea, you say that you're not a guru because there isn't a person there who is doing the job of a guru. There isn't a person anywhere in the whole manifestation doing anything. It's a singularity that is doing everything. It's the one essence that's doing everything without discrimination. How is this teaching, for want of a better word, different from other teachings? Well, this so-called teaching is not really a teaching. It's direct pointing. That's all it is. It's absolutely direct. It's that forming itself and pointing immediately back at itself through so-called body-mind organisms that have realised that. It's the living essence itself. Tony Parsons expresses a similar point. And also energetically, really, we are meeting nothing. We are meeting the source of everything, which is nothing. And we're talking together. There's a conversation going on between nothing and nothing. What do the other teachings do? Most of these other teachings have lots of stories of attainment, things you can do to improve this, that and the other practices you can do, you know, meditate and blah, 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 blah. Endless conceptual complex things, you know, you can engage the mind with. It'll take a long, long time. And that's why they're popular, because that's what the mind wants. 
the mind wants to do something to perpetuate itself. Tony Parsons says... So you've got hundreds of teachers all over the world who are in that situation where they believe that what they did brought them to the attainment of owning liberation. I am liberated. I am liberated because I did this. It's total fallacy. It's just ignorance. It's the dream. It's the way the dream goes on. So thousands of people all over the world are going to people who will tell them that if you take this tablet and go there and stand on one leg and sing Beethoven's Fifth with your finger in your left ear, you'll become liberated. They do it. They try and do it. They say, look, you're almost there. You're almost there. Yeah. Stick with me. I'll help you cleanse yourself of all of these things and then it may take five or ten years but you know stick with me you know, so it's you like know keep chip- paying your fees you know I know, I know the fees are steep but you know this it costs a lot of money to run a business like this that's why this teaching is absolutely direct it says you don't have to take one step in time to go anywhere in any direction away from right here right now mm. and this series of moments that make up a day and a week and a month it's all the same moment in appearance it's unfolding in constantly changing patterns and that moment of realization it must be right now when you realize that Time is just a story that we tell ourselves. You see through the whole thing and you realize that in that so-called past, as far back as you can remember, you know that you were there the whole time. And it's actually the same moment. This moment is exactly the same moment. Mm. Because the clock doesn't divide anything. Here is what Tony has to say about time and becoming. And the function of seeking keeps the seeker locked into the idea that there is something else. And that something else is, is in the future. It's going to happen. What I'm looking for, I'm going to find. And so, for, for many people, the, the idea of that is to get help, guidance, and go to someone else who might go to help them find what they're looking for. And the natural attraction for the seeker is to go to someone else who also teaches that there is something to find later on, after a while. Most of the teachings that are in the world today are the teachings of becoming. So the teaching of enlightenment, or whatever you like to call it, is basically traditionally and in a contemporary way, the teaching of becoming. So if you go to a teacher... Uh, to find enlightenment, the teacher will invariably say to you, yes, you are a separate individual and you have a choice to find what you're looking for. And in order to find it, uh, you need to, and then you get a list. Tony Parsons humorously suggests a possible scenario of how the guru adoration begins. The mind will then uh, paint a picture of what enlightenment is like. Enlightenment is bliss. Omnipresence, omnipower, everybody loves you, you love everyone. You walk around in this beautiful 
sort of pink haze. <laughs> and people come to you and they say, I hear you're enlightened. <laughs> and you say, yes. <laughs> but, well, would you, would you come and speak to some of my friends? <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> you go and, you know, and there's a few friends. <laughs> and you tell them how you become enlightened. And, and they, they love that. That sounds good. And, and they look at you and you're sort of very quiet and obviously completely together and in bliss. <laughs> but they want to be like you. And their friends want to be like you. So they get more friends and they come. And you, and you get more people in the room and then in the end it has to be a bigger room. And, and, and the crowds get bigger. And then you say to your friend, well, look, you know, I'm down here at this level. Maybe I'll have a platform <laughs> <laughs> or bigger seat so that people can see me because they're already... This is, you know, we've got this idea. The difficulty with this is that the mind has an idea of what enlightenment is like. Okay, so why does the notion that somebody like you, for example, is a guru, problematic... How does that create problems? Well, it doesn't create problems, but in people's minds, it creates a separation immediately. That so-called person is a guru. They've attained what it is you're trying to attain, and that's bullshit. It's immediately obvious. When I see these so-called popular gurus, what I see is absolute conceitedness. But, you know, it's obvious that you know seekers don't recognise that conceitedness. It's not a problem, I don't really give a shit mm. one way or the other. That's not wrong, is it? Oh no, there isn't anything wrong or right, it's just what it is. <coughs> it's one just playing the game of pretending yeah. that there's something called enlightenment that funny. people can get towards and entertain. God, it's been going on forever since it's young, <coughs> isn't it? And Bob never ever claims to have got anything. No. <laughs> you never hear him say, you know, I'm enlightened. I'm an enlightened being. Yeah. You know, I've never heard him say it. In fact, he makes a joke of it. Yeah. I mean, is Bob a sage? I guess is that a, that's a question to answer. Is Bob a sage? <laughs> <laughs> No, he's passed the road for your time, not safe. <laughs> it's an enlightened being. <laughs> I like the word. No, so you know, how can you be an enlightened being? Well, that's the whole point. No, enlightened. <laughs> You've got to grasp that. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a huge concept that goes around in these circles. <laughs> enlightened beings. On that point, too, when you were talking about questions and asking questions, I mean, Bob loves people asking questions. He doesn't care how crazy they are if they're direct about this stuff, mm. you know, and they're not telling stories. Not many gurus, I would imagine, take too kindly to some of the direct questions that are put to Bob because he asks people to say, I mean, in most followings, I mean, I'm not sure because I've never done the guru thing myself. Oh, well, I have a little bit of but with him... Nobody questions him. You're not allowed to question him. Do you no, know? You're not allowed not. to doubt what he says. No, of course not. Anyone who starts to see through the guru game yeah. is dealt with very quickly, and they are asked to leave, pay up their fees, 
and ask to leave. Yeah. If I put a notice on my website for people to get in touch with me who have been thrown out of various guru groups, I'd get heaps and heaps of emails. Mm. I could start a vigilante group, <laughs> an anti-guru vigilante group, you know. <laughs> and it would be so simple because there'd be so many people that have been... Who have started seeing through the game and started saying, no, 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 this is... Da, 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 and they're dealt with. Mm. And they're asked to leave. In the middle of a meeting, they've got security people take them out. And they're not being violent or anything, or, you know... They're no. just questioning the authority. Unfortunately, I took your book with me, so I kept asking very awkward questions. Oh. <laughs> and, um, it was a very well, the most awkward question is, who is it that's liberated? <laughs> but how can a process take you where you already are? Hmm. And I, I asked her, actually, expecting to hear a, re a response. I thought your books were a stage, and then she would give me a reply, and it would, it would validate 30 years of meditation. Oh, well, yeah, I'm afraid not. Away, uh, she couldn't answer the question, so I was just shunned. I felt I was shunned yeah. because I was asking awkward questions. And eventually, we just left. What were your first impressions when you uh, went into the group? <laughs> Well, I had some kind of expectations. I mean, I've been to other teachers, obviously, and on the one hand, there are a lot of similarities. I mean, it's Advaita, and what Bob's talking about and what's being talked about in the group, I mean, is in that sense what I expected. It's sometimes the format's a little different, and I find it actually very interesting and just a really a, a very interesting new challenge also. It's a challenge that I'm really ready for. It's really something that really comes at the right time, so to say. Because the format is not necessarily the traditional questioning-answering, where I put up my hand and ask a question to the teacher, Bob. So that, that does happen as well, but it's what usually evolves is just a, a group conversation or a group discussion even where everyone responds to everyone and that's a very new dynamic which is really nice in the sense that you get with new perspectives everyone has their own words that, that they use to actually explain things but it's also challenging in the sense that you're actually you're not only invited to ask a question but you're also invited to actually to share your insights and to share how you see things and how with the words that you give it that is a whole new aspect to it, which is really nice about being at Bob's and different from what I've seen before. Everybody's got a chance to say, to talk about it if they want to. And you can go to any other guru in the country, or so-called guru, I teach you. There is not one of them that let you sit out of the front and have a say. But it has been done here and it can be done again. It's open to anybody to have a go. It's not just what belongs here. So there's no entity here that's claiming it. No entity here that's holding it to ransom. You hang around for another 20 years, and you might get it. I'm telling you, it's yours right here, right now. Just a matter of opening up and seeing it, realising and functioning from that point. If you're new here, have you got any questions or any doubts, or want to know a little bit more about it, I might say something about it, or somebody else might put it in a different way. But try and keep on that, to what we're pointing to. We don't want to go into the stories. It's easy enough to go into the story, what will happen and what might happen, and how is this and how is that. But stay with the only facts you're absolutely certain of, the fact of your own being. But if you want to talk about an enlightened being, there's nothing other than an enlightened being. You don't even need that concept, it's just being.
So the label on it is a problem. If we call God the supreme being, we call ourselves human beings, if we call others enlightened beings, take away the enlightened, human and supreme away those labels, what's left? Just the being. Nisargadatta said, Your own self is your ultimate teacher. The outer teacher is merely a milestone. It is only your inner teacher that will walk with you to the goal, for he is the goal. That's it for now from the Urban Guru Cafe. If you have any comments to make about this story or any ideas you would like to hear about, you can find our contact details at urbangurucafe.com. Thanks for visiting. There is no duality in non-duality.